the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Welcome to your Thursday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day with your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo. Produced by Joe Sibilia. With news guy Al Gatulo. And traffic with Debbie Duhame. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer. Gets me every time, bringing in Judge Andrew Napolitano from Bloomfield, New Jersey, the one, the only. Judge Andrew, welcome back to the show. It never, it never gets old, sir. It never gets old. You're right. It never gets old. As soon as that music came on, I started to laugh like hell. <laughs> I know, and uh, I haven't had a chance to mention to our mutual friend John Katzenbatidis that when you chat on John Katz's show, uh, that you would like to be brought on by the great Luciano Pavarotti. So I uh, duly noted. I, I that is on my list to do list, uh, Judge. Oh, all man, right, I will. I will owe you a fabulous <laughs> dinner at Michael's of Brooklyn, and we won't, yeah. we won't bring Catman. You know how much? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he would. But I. I'm telling you, we we love it, and uh, Judge, I tell you, it's uh, amazing. I, it just doesn't assign. I always like to riff with you, although I know how busy you are, so I apologize for that. But just those easy days, those those easy days for us, at least uh, by the grace of God and by the grace of our grandparents who came here from another country, and our dear parents, and and Bloomfield, New Jersey, and the little Brookdale section, still nice, still nice. Judge, where did you live? If I may ask, we were on Woodier Terrace, twenty Woodier Terrace. We lived, we lived on uh, Golf Road. Which is yeah. closer to where Upper Montclair and Clifton meet each other at the north end of Broad Street. Yeah. <laughs> Just a yeah. Jersey guy. You're such a Jersey guy. We love it. You know, it all comes down to that. <laughs> hey, a Judge, but back to, unfortunately, to the issues of the day. So we see now, first, can I start here with the, with now the judge in Illinois saying Donald Trump can be put on the ballot? I mean, I, I, do they do this for attention, Judge Napolitano, some of these judges? Uh, well, I, I, what do you think? So in, Illinois, in, in Illinois and in New York, and unlike New Jersey, the judges run for office, and they are sometimes influenced by the needs of their uh, political campaigns and their political supporters. It's a terrible system, but it's the system in two-thirds of the country. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, after she left the Supreme Court, God rest her soul, began an organization uh, to get states to change their constitutions to the New Jersey and the federal system where you're appointed for life. You, you don't care about the politics, but she didn't really succeed. I don't know this judge. I don't know why she did it. 
Hmm. Uh, but I, I do know that she must know that the case is before the Supreme Court. So as soon as she issued her ruling, she stayed it. She stopped the effect of the ruling because the U.S. Supreme Court is going to rule on this uh, almost literally any day now. They're supposed to rule before March 5th, which is next uh, Tuesday, yeah. I think. Wow. So wait, so in regards to the Colorado case, you're, and they're, they're taking Correct. what is it's taken a little longer than some of us thought at the Supreme Court about taking uh, uh, Donald Trump off of the Colorado uh, uh, ballot. Is there a reason for that, Judge? Your instincts, Judge Napolitano. My my instincts are that the Chief Justice wants this to be as close to unanimous as possible and to be apolitical. He wants to see conservatives and liberals on the court uh, hmm. agreeing. Uh, because the chief justice looks at the court from the perspective of legacy, not from the perspective of immediate political needs. So this can't be something framed to help Trump or because they like Trump. Uh, this needs to be a, a neutral and credible interpretation of what the Fourth Amendment, uh, excuse me, Fourteenth Amendment was intended yeah. to mean. So, so, Judge, walk us through this because you know the Supreme Court better than most, certainly. So, they, like, a Judge, uh, no matter what side they're on, they come up with a, a, a thought. Uh, a, a, they, they, they process all this, all this information. They come up with it. And, and the Chief Justice can sway the decision the other way? Well, uh, they'll sit around in a room, just the nine of them, no clerks and no uh, assistants, and take a preliminary vote, and they start with the newest member of the court, who goes first and the chief justice uh, goes last. And then yeah. uh, if it's, you know, five to four, six to three, whatever it may be, the senior person on each side decides who writes that opinion. So let's say it's five to four and the chief is one of the five. He'll assign one of the other four or himself to write the decision. And then whoever the senior person is amongst the dissenters will assign him or herself, or one of the others to write the dissent. Then they start uh, circulating these opinions around. Now, a five to four can become a four to five. And that's what happened in Obamacare. The original vote was five to four to invalidate it. Uh, and then the chief changed his mind, and it became five to four to uphold it. And he was worried it would look too political. And so he went around and tried to get somebody else to join him, and nobody else would. In fact, the other four were furious that he changed his mind, and he did it the last minute after the opinion had been printed by the printers, but before it had been made known to the public. So there can be horse trading for votes right down to the very, literally the last minute before the opinion is uh, revealed. In fact, in the Obamacare case, because they had printed it, and then he changed his mind, yeah. and he and his clerks went through it yeah. to to change language in it, and they they missed a few lines because they were under such time pressure <laughs> to get it done. So they had to issue a corrected opinion uh, a few days later. These things wow. happen. That's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And and Judge Napolitano, the Donald Trump immunity claim has been taken up now by the Supreme Court. What do you think we can expect, and when when can we expect a decision in that regard uh, with that uh, that Jack uh, the, Smith case? The, okay, the easier answer, the easier question answer is when, uh, yeah, sometime yeah. toward the end uh, of June. Okay. The harder question for me to answer is which way they're going to go. 
Now, they framed the question in a very, very uh, unique and narrow way. And the question that they framed it is, uh, not is a president immune from criminal prosecution, not is can a former president ever be prosecuted, but can uh, a president be prosecuted for official acts committed while president? Because Jack Smith alleges that what Donald Trump did were not official acts. So even if the Supreme Court says a president cannot be prosecuted for official acts, as president, the trial will still go forward and it will be the government's burden to prove that what Trump did was not an official act. If he did something pursuant to his presidency, he can't be prosecuted. If he did something pursuant to his candidacy, he can be prosecuted. Now, one of the reasons he lost glaringly in the appellate court, the D.C. Circuit Court, lost three to nothing, is because his lawyer gave a really boneheaded answer to a very um, uh, provoking question. Hmm. The question was, counsel, you're saying that your client can never be prosecuted for any crime committed while president. Yes, Your Honor. Suppose the president ordered SEAL Team 6 to assess yeah. political opponent. Can he be prosecuted after he leaves office? Now, the true answer to that is, of course he can. But this guy said, no, he can't. And there were visible gasps uh, in, in the audience when he said it. He, he became the mockery of the, of the legal and judicial community internationally because of this answer. It also set the judges off that Trump's argument was so extreme and perverse. I don't think you're going to see that happen again. In fact, I doubt if the same person will be making the argument before the court. But again, even if the court answers the question it posed yesterday as yes, that does not get Trump off the hook because Jack Smith has alleged and also alleges that he can prove that what the president did mm. on January 6th and in the days of weeks following were not official governmental acts, but were intended to disrupt the transfer of power and further his candidacy for president. And, I hope and, that uh, makes uh, sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, boy, and and you're the only guy that could go into the weeds and make us understand it, Judge. We appreciate that because I, I I tell you, it just seems so absurd. And and when you hear Donald Trump say peacefully, he used the word peacefully. They didn't show that Liz Cheney never showed that at that January sixth, uh, you know, event down there. But but he if he said, and you have it on video, go peacefully. Doesn't that just exonerate the? the president on all regards judge well, I, all the time. I um <clears throat> i was still at fox at the time and i wrote uh, a lengthy uh, article on is donald trump's speech at the ellipse protected speech and my mm -hmm. conclusion was unequivocally it is protected speech that everything he said there was political or equivocal and the law is, if there's any First Amendment protection to the speech, if there's any interpretation of the speech that falls under the ambit of protected political uh, speech, uh, then that's the interpretation the courts uh, must apply. 
So I am strongly of the view uh, that Trump's speech uh, is absolutely protected and is not evidence of any criminality at all. Now, Jack Smith's uh, allegations in the indictment claim that the crimes occurred by the shenanigans that happened in the Oval Office. Now, none of that is public, and there's no transcript, as far as I know, right, of what he said, right. uh, in the Oval Office. But in terms of his speech preceding uh, the events at the Capitol, that speech is protected political speech. He can't be prosecuted for anything he said in there. Judge Andrew Napolitano, uh, so appreciate what a great chat this morning, Judge, and appreciate you taking the time. I know oh, how busy. Anytime, how many? Anytime, so what? Every, every every By month. The way, how, Joe Alessi, Joe Alessi, <laughs> great human being that he is, claims that you and I are having lunch with Jack Citarelli. Is that true? Listen, I don't know anything about Jack, it. This is so great. It's so great. Let me pull it back. We're going to pull the curtain back on the radio between uh, Napolitano and Piscopo, okay, if I may. So we, we have friends, and there are a lot of Italians in Essex County, New Jersey, and they will get together for these events and judge between you and I. They'll do it every day if they can. It's lunchtime. And you and I are so stressed on schedule. So the former. I know. We we work 18 hours a day. But But one of these friends (laughs) might be the next governor of New Jersey. Yeah, could be. And and Joe Alessi's a great guy. He listens every morning. Former mayor of North uh, Caldwell. And I hear that uh, they're doing an event with the Frangillo family. And it's it's next week. Are you going to go, Judge? You think you'll be. Can you make it? That's, I mean, will your schedule allow that? Well, I can't make it. But it's in the middle of the day. I told Alessi I can only make it. It, uh, make it in the evening. Uh, does Crowley want us talking about our social <laughs> schedules? <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's radio at its best. <laughs> Organic as it can be. Uh, Judge, thank you so much, Judge Andrew. Hope, maybe right. I'll see you I next week. You. If you get, if you go, let me know, please. All right? Because I'll go if you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, All right boss. Best. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Judge Andrew Napolitano. I'm sorry. <laughs> A couple of Jersey guys exchanging their calendar. You know, though, as you listen around the country, and I tell you, no matter what you agree, what you disagree, the you know the 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 back and forth of it all. And every morning, I look at these news stories. Go, how do I make these? How do I pragmatically present these? You know, and then you can make up your own mind. And but I'm telling you, all in all, everybody is so nice. And and Judge and I go back and forth, and we talk and. You know, he may have an opinion I don't agree with. He doesn't agree with. He'll straighten me out if I have the law wrong. And you're friends. And that's the way it is. And when we go out, everybody's nice like that. Every Everybody. And you're going to hear something on the radio. And you can't be... Uh, you can't be severe, and, and you really can't be, and you can't keep the hate in your heart. Well, uh, I think we'll get there. We may disagree, uh, but uh, all, and I'm telling you, I know there are people like that, and you have no choice but to vote against those people, to maybe dislike those people, but don't get caught into that 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 vortex, that hate vortex of just like, no, my way or no way. You listen, you take, and then I like to do it under the radar, and you do it in an objective, fair way, and hopefully, uh, you know, all will turn out okay on the world stage. But all in all, most of the people on this planet, and I will tell you this every single morning, are nice. They're nice. We may disagree, but we're nice. I, it's the, in my opinion, it's the press that bears the responsibility of, of, of the, to divide us or not. And they choose to divide us. And we, and I get caught up in it. And I think sometimes you get caught up in it too. You start yelling at the TV. 
But all in all, just think that good will always prevail over evil, always. Uh, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock uh, with Joe on the radio and Debbie Duhames on Rose. Liz Peek's going to join us momentarily. Mm-hmm. And Deb's out there checking out the show. So it's funny, Judge, you know, Bloomfield, New Jersey. Yeah, and, and you're, you're, Jersey, you're, guys. And you're technically in Passaic County, right? Yeah, I'm Passaic County. I'm, yeah. And I'm, yeah, yeah. So, but we're all connected, you know. It's, it's so Jersey, funny. right? And it's New so York, funny. and we're all and, connected, right? And people forget what a small town New York really is, and how, it, even though you got twenty million, maybe thirty million people in the tri-state area, we still are just regular, fo- regular people, yeah. you know. Uh, and we stay I, here. Everybody else yeah. moves to Florida. Yeah. We love yeah. you, Florida. But we, we stay in Jersey. We stay in New York. And we, we ask ourselves every day, what am I doing here? But we stay here, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, uh, Bill Spadia says hello. I saw him at an event ah! last night. And yeah. he said, I love Joe Piscopo. He said, yeah. and I said, so Bill, do I. <laughs> Bill's another guy. And I'm going to tell you who could be governor and is running and has a lot, a lot of people that listen. And, and he is. He's a, he's a very good friend. And again. People get, uh, you know, they may disagree, but that is great. And uh, I'll text Bill a, a, a thank you back. What what event was it? May I ask, Deb? What event was uh, it? He was at an event. It was um, kind of like a Republican club event in Butler. And cool. there yeah, were a bunch of people there, like Morris and Passaic County people. It was really, wow. it was fun. Wow. It was really a nice event. Yeah, yeah. Over yeah. In, at some brewery kind Very of place. Al would, Al would have loved it. It was a brewery, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and uh, Bill, Bill Spadia, uh, you know, he does a radio show uh, across the river in, on the Jersey side, but yeah. very popular, very, very well liked. 822, mm-hmm. and uh, Debbie's out there. She is the queen of the road waves. How are we doing this morning? Deb, how are yeah, we doing? We'll, we'll stay for all the traffic here in Jersey and New York. We're not going to Florida. No, we'll stay here with the craziness. Let's see what's happening, Joe. 84. It's busy eastbound, getting out toward exit 58, getting out through that East Fishkill area. Tractor-trailer fire now under control, but watch for delays. We're also seeing this closure on Route 100, getting out by Westchester Community College, but down wires from the winds from yesterday. Over on Sunrise Highway West at Straight Path, a collision into Lindenhurst. Over on the LIE westbound, the ramp at 111. Looks like some type of a fluid spill. We're still seeing delays as you head over to 280 West, exit 14 in Newark with a crash, and 18 northbound of Paulus Boulevard in New Brunswick. Really serious accident now. Looks like all lanes subject to closure here on 18 northbound getting up through New Brunswick. So watch for extra heavy traffic heading right out through that area. Checking in on the forecast. Partly cloudy today. High of 42. Sunny tomorrow with a high going up to 46. And then rain likely for Saturday with a high of 52 degrees. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo. AM 970 The Answer. Hey, thank you, Debbie. Talking about Jersey, and no matter where you are, we got a great deal for you. It's Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey, right? So Alex Kinsella is there, uh, Iggy Jufre, and the uh, Route 22 Toyota team. They have this President's Day savings event still going on. By the way, uh, since uh, last week, they got these incredible, incredible, uh, these, these finance rates. Look at this. I'm looking at 1.99%. Sometimes I look at it, I go, is that, can it go that low? 1.99%. It's amazing. And then over how long? How long? How, well, yeah, go ahead. Take a guess. Over 72 months. It's unbelievable. So Alex and the team, they're so excited. They said, Joe, tell everybody to call 973-705-8905. 973 
8905. Learn more about the President's Day Savings event still going on at Route 22 Toyota. See, you could talk to Alex and the team. Take advantage of that 1.99% financing up to 72 months. Plus, check out all the amazing vehicles Route 22 Toyota has to offer. And they're right there in Hillside, New Jersey. And just remember, please, to tell them, Joe Piscopo sent me. As the whole world keeps watching and praying for Israel, Salem's Mike Gallagher is in the heat of the battle. Broadcasting all this week from Jerusalem. Listen to him every day on this station and watch his show on the Salem News Channel. Find out the real story and learn of the acts of heroism from first-hand accounts. All this week, Mike is sponsored by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, and you can learn how you can help Israel in this time of need. Mike Gallagher, live from Israel all this week. Tune in at 10 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine, and is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radio surgery in the Western Hemisphere, treating thousands of patients covering nearly every size, site, and type of cancer, large and small, primary and metastatic. Listen to Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Liz Peak standing by. I want to tell you about 9-11. I want to tell you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran does not return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens uh, through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free smart home specially adapted to meet their unique physical needs. All right, so Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through the Homeless Veteran Program. And in 2023, over 3,000, over 3,000 and more in counting in 2023 alone because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Please continue to donate $11 a month at T2T.org. It's very simple. It's $11 a month at T, the number two, and then T.org. And God bless you for helping out the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970, theanswer.com. Hey, Joe on the radio, great to have you with us this morning, uh, 827. Uh, on uh, on the radio, on the flagship station for all of us, Salem Media. Liz Peek is kind enough to take the time with us. Uh, political commentary, uh, con- uh, a commentator, Fox News, a contributor. And uh, always have, uh, Liz, I don't know how you have the time, but God bless you. You'll come up with these great articles. Uh, and uh, do, do you write them, if I may? And first of all, welcome, Liz. How are you this morning? <laughs> Good morning. I'm fine. Thanks for having me. Do you have the phone and you're in between hits? 
on TV, you, you're, you're putting together the article. Is it at night? When you're, to, to me, writing is the, you know, Woody Allen said the hardest thing to do is, uh, to him is whatever I'm not doing at the time. You know, you always think of, oh, I wish I was doing it. But the hardest thing for me coming off of SNL, and I remember in the, in the old days, we used to have Liz Peak typewriters. Who remembers typewriters? And we put a, <laughs> the blank paper in it. <laughs> remember that? That was sure. the worst. That was the fear of coming up with something on the paper where you could entertain people. When do, when do you do that? On the fly or, or do you take a moment to do it? You oh, know, no. it I, I mean, I literally am working all the time. I know it sounds ridiculous. But <laughs> no, it doesn't. I, I love it. This morning to <laughs> wow. finish, finish a column. I'm <laughs> trying to finish for the Hill. Uh, I mean, every day is a challenge, but you yeah. know, it's, it's really the challenge is the idea, right? To me, yeah. it's not the writing. It's the idea and the research to back up your your premise. But good, anyway, good. I love it. And thank you so much for, for being complimentary. Yeah. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. And, and, and Liz writes an opinion piece here at the Fox News. Biden, Democrats will do anything to stay in the White House. And here are three tracks they plan to take. Liz, if you would enlighten us, please. Yeah, well, look, I mean, first of all, obviously, they're trying to jail and bankrupt uh, Donald Trump, which is sort of uh, pretty incredible, I think, for mm-hmm. most of us, take him off the ballot in various states uh, and and just generally discredit him. But look, they, they've got three distinct things they're trying to do. First of all, they're lying like mad about Joe Biden's record. And and it's pretty incredible to me that even even the New York Times has decided they have to start fact-checking Joe Biden because he just goes out there and spins all these claims, particularly about the economy, that are simply not true. Of course, the biggest one is when I took office, the economy was hanging by a thread. It was teetering. No, it actually wasn't. But if you just keep going with that, everything he says is pretty dishonest. I mean, recently he talks about, I was the guy that sent those $1,400 checks. We brought in four. $640 $640 billion in private investment. The New York Times fact-checked it. And incredibly, I thought, Claire McCaskill, former senator, was so incensed, and she wasn't alone, that the New York Times would fact-check Joe Biden, that she didn't talk about the fact that he, in fact, did lie about these things. He, She was upset at the New York Times. I mean, it's really pretty amazing. So there's this kind of obfuscation. You know, it's like this total narrative-building uh, kind of make-believe world that they're creating around Joe Biden about his time in office, and they just hope that, that voters don't know better. But, you know, I think that comes home to haunt them, frankly. Secondly, they're going to do everything possible to make sure that ballot boxes uh, are everywhere, that voters are automatically registered, even in a state like California where illegal immigrants are allowed to get driver's licenses And when they do, they are signed up to vote. California says no problem. We, you know, it's against the law. Everybody knows that. If you have two million people illegally living in your uh, state and you issue even half of them uh, driver's licenses, do you really think that California's government is able to monitor all those people who have driver's licenses and are not allowed to vote? I do not. And I think it's an entirely purposeful way of making sure that the uh, voter logs and numbers even more heavily favor Democrats, which they will, of course, in California. But nonetheless, we we know that some of these things 
uh, are, are prone to fraud in Bridgeport last year. As you probably remember, there was an election that had to be redone after videos surfaced of the aid to the incumbent mayor literally stuffing ballots into a ballot box. And someone taped her doing that, thank heavens, because it was total fraud. And the third thing is that the Biden government has spent, what, $7 trillion now, and a lot of that money is sitting, uh, waiting to be disposed of by the White House. It was John Podesta in charge of hundreds of billions of climate money. Now there's a new guy in there. But what it allows the White House to do is travel around the country, as Kamala Harris is doing very energetically, Hmm. drop by, for example, Pennsylvania and say, hey, here's $200 million from the infrastructure bill. We're going to make your lead pipes go away. The day before she went to North Carolina, here's $23 million dollars for mental health issues. Just want to, you know, Joe Biden and I want to make you feel good about the money that we're spending. So that's going to go on every day between now and the election. And it's very targeted, very purposeful. Recently, um, the federal government gave out the biggest to date grant for uh, electric uh, to uh, for uh, ships making. And it went to Upper New York State, not a swing state, to be sure. Hmm. But what happened in the midterms, uh, Republicans took over control of the House, mainly because of New York voters. New York voters put in place, elected a couple of Republicans. So, you know, it's all incredibly, you know, I mean, there's nothing illegal about it. It's just shameless. And it's very effective. And I think Republicans would do well not to get even for a minute complacent about this election. Yeah, what a what a great chat. Liz Peek, before we let you go, I, I, this is from Liz's article that we will re- retweet out on Fox News. Republicans are anxious, aware that Democrats are up to the same dirty tricks that helped them win in 2020. They would include that would include trying to censor news unfavorable to Biden, distorting former President Trump's every word and pushing techniques like ballot harvesting and redistricting to further their advantage. And then and then Liz goes on to say they've. They've even magically conjured up another Russia hoax suggesting that a now in prison FBI informant who claimed that Joe and Hunter Biden had received five billion each in in bribes lied on behalf of Moscow. How convenient. See, it's important that someone of your stature, Liz Peak, says that. Because if, if I say it, oh, Piscopo's being snarky. If someone else says it, oh, that's a Trump person. But you got, you're, it's an objective overview of, of America and, and a, an election process that has really just gone awry. So we appreciate it very, very much uh, on the article. And uh, your, your thoughts, if I may, before we let you go, on where it all ends up in November. I mean, anything and everything can happen. What do you think, Liz Peak? Well, I I think Joe Biden's got one really big intractable problem. If 86 percent of the country thinks he's too old to run again for president, that is not going to get better, Joe. I mean, how, you know, all the medical tricks that his doctors can come up with, great. They're going to pump him full of this and that to get him through the State of the Union address, et cetera. But the truth is, over the coming several months, I think we'll see further evidence of his mental deterioration. And I don't say that with any joy. That's not a fun thing to watch, but it's a real issue for him. Second, 
I, I, the thing I'm writing right now, and I'm not sure it makes any sense, really, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I think one of the big problems for Biden is he didn't get thumped in the midterms. I mean, if you look at Obama and Clinton, both those guys got really handily thrashed in the midterm elections, as a result of which they kind of came back to the middle. They were a little less progressive. Uh, voters like that, and they rewarded them by reelecting them. Joe Biden, if anything, has gone further to the left, further nastily demonizing his opponents, et cetera. And, and you know, I think it's going to be mm. I think it's going to be hard for him to walk that stuff back. I really do on crime and on the border. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to yeah. blame everybody but himself. But you know what? The buck stops at the White House. 24-7, Liz Peak, we love it. Thanks, Liz, for taking the time. After all that you got to do, you jump on the air with us. We appreciate it all so right. very much. I love Thanks. talking to you. Thank you for having me. Right back at you, Liz. Thank you so much. Liz Peak, uh, and you can watch Liz on Fox News and Fox Business. Great going. She goes back and forth with Larry Kudlow. So much fun to watch. And this is an article that we just re-X'd out. That is a must-read from Liz Peak. Joe on the radio, 837. Oh, Councilwoman Vicky Palladino. It's Palladino Episcopo. Sounds like a law firm, I know, but you don't want to miss it. Greg Jarrett on the show. General Jack Keane as well. Bill Gagan in for Al Gatula this morning on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. We're at 31 degrees in Central Park. What's going on? We have the answer. Authorities say a subway conductor is hospitalized after being slashed in the neck at a station in Brooklyn early this morning. Happened just after 3.30 at the Rockaway Fulton Street Station. 59-year-old victim was taken to a local hospital in stable condition. No arrests been made. A man is dead after being shot in the head in Brooklyn. The fatal shooting happened just before 6 p.m. on Wednesday outside the Ebbetsfield Apartments on McKeever Place in Crown Heights. 33-year-old victim was rushed to the hospital but couldn't be saved. It's unclear what led to the shooting. Police are looking for two men who fled the scene on foot. Richard Lewis is dead at 76. The iconic actor and stand-up comedian died at his home in Los Angeles after suffering a heart attack. He revealed that he had been living with Parkinson's disease last year. Lewis first got a start in New York in Los Angeles in comedy clubs back in the 1970s. You now know what's going on. I'm Bill Kagan, AM 970, The Answer. And good morning, Bill. Let's see what's happening right now. First of all, we're going to see what's happening as you head over to the Hudson River crossings about 45 minutes in at the George Washington Bridge. Lincoln Tunnel 30, Holland's still about 40. Watch for delays on 84 eastbound getting out toward exit 58. Looks like this problem with the tractor-trailer fire. The tractor-trailer fire is out, but you still have fire department activity at the scene. Sunrise Highway West is straight path. It's an accident. Let's go over to 280. 280 West, exit 14 in Newark. It's an accident. One lane is blocked. And Route 18 northbound is bumper to bumper up past Paulus Boulevard in New Brunswick. Accident with all lanes subject to closure. So expect delays on Route 1 through that area as well. Traffic is still moving a little bit slowly as you take a spin over to the southbound side of 18 as you get down through Paulus Boulevard again with that rubber necking delay. Checking in on the forecast, partly cloudy today with a high of 42 degrees. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Upside. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Download the free Upside app now and use promo code radio for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's promo code radio. 
I was upstate New York um, a little bit, and we went up to uh, do a remote with the Brosnan Risk Consultants, pulled up to that beautiful hotel they put us up at. Just beautiful. Uh, that station actually uh, put us up there. And uh, and if I can remember the name or knew the name, I never know. I just go in, I check in, I never know. And I leave, and I don't check out. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. But it was great, and the people were great at that hotel. So what did I see right up front in the hotel? A truck, and on the side of the truck, it said Brosnan. Boom. I felt safe immediately. I felt safe. Um, this is good. I don't have to worry about it. I parked where I wanted to park. I had to put my car because I had some stuff I had to take out of the car. I got out of the car. I left the car there. But why? Because I saw the Brosnan truck right there, and I knew I was safe and secure. Brosnan Risk Consultants. I'll tell you, they keep your business healthy. They identify if there's a problem. They keep your family safe. And Brosnan Risk Consultants has been protecting their clients for over 25 years, operational in 45 states, over 500 cities. So they are the premier and they are the gold standard in investigations and security services. So when you meet Pat Brosnan, a dedicated and decorated retired NYPD detective, and you go into Pat's office and you see all the plaques and the acknowledgments and the thank yous, uh, they revere Pat Brosnan, and then he brings in folks like himself from all law enforcement agencies, federal, local, all, and you've got a team that can keep your business healthy and your family safe. It's Brosnan Risk Consultants, 800-590-2180, 800-590-2180, or go online to brosnanrisk.com, B-R-O-S-N-A-N, risk.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate, if only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. <laughs> so tune in, I on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. All right, thank you, Kevin McCullough. It's uh, Joe Piscopo on the radio, and Councilwoman Vicky Palladino is going to join us momentarily. I want to quickly tell you about why refi. Why refi? Because I'm telling you about Lindsay. Uh, she owed around $270,000 in student loan debt, and after battling with other lenders, she reached out to Why Refi, and they were able to work with her and her mother to create a plan that was built around getting her out of debt. Now, you can earn up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the the stock market, not correlated to the Fed. You could turn your income on and off. You, you, your interest is compounded daily, daily, no attack on principle. All right. So let me, let me suggest that you just check out investyrefi.com. Invest the letter Y, then refy.com or call 888-YREFI24. People all over the country are earning a high fixed rate of return with YREFI. All right. Our friends at YREFI are trustworthy and honest. You just please go to investyrefi.com. Invest the letter Y. Then R-E-F-Y dot com or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You just tell them Joe Biscopo sent me. 
The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. We aren't mainstream news. We are the truth. AM 970, The Answer. Hey, Joe on the radio. Great to have you with us this morning. Mamma Mia, what a morning. You know, we have fun in our intimate hour, 6 to 7, and then we just blast right through uh, with all the issues of the day. And we like to be as honest as we can. And if indeed someone says something that upsets you, I think that's good. you got to hear the other side. We like to play the other side, you know. Uh, but uh, right now, we are in just a, such a path. This, to me, you always say, this is the election of a lifetime. You know what? This is an election of a night of lifetime. It really is. This is it. This is the one. This is the one where you can lose. And I said this once, and I said this before, and I'll say it again. We're only 300 years old. That is, We are a baby. We are a baby. The United States is a baby. All that we went through, all the problems we went through, all the, all the problems we fixed that we came through, we saved the world. Not once, twice we saved the world. For the World War I, World War II, people forget. Now we're at the precipice, in my opinion, of a nuclear war, although we'll talk to General Jack Keane about that. He knows best because Vladimir Putin of Russia is now warning the West of, of the risk of a nuclear war. And, you know, he's a lot of bluster, but you never know. I worry about it. Iran. You know, so and then Greg Jarrett's going to break down the Hunter Biden testimony. So we're going to get to the solutions. We're going to get to the solutions. Stand fast and and stand at the ready because this is uh, the most vital time in our country's history. That's why we appreciate women like Councilwoman Vicky Palladino, a true fighter, a New York City Council member representing District 19 of Queens. Councilwoman, welcome back to the Palladino Piscopo Hour. Great to great to have you with us, Hi, Vicky. How are you? How you doing? Good morning, Joe. I'm good. How are you today? Good. Grace of God. I'm, I'm just trying to stay positive, but we are full of fight and vim and vigor. And now and now I'm seeing Mayor Adams. Uh, is that a change of heart on the matter of sanctuary city policy? I mean, now we could kick out the bad people. I don't know why. I didn't even know that we had, did, we weren't allowed to do that. Uh, your overview, no, Councilwoman, yeah, please. Was, yeah, what do you, well, the way it was established, Joe, was back in the Koch administration, when they first put in Sanctuary Cities, it yeah. was actually a useful tool, believe it or not, uh, because of the way in which it was worded and it was carried out. It was basically to make uh, the people who are already here for 20 and 30 years feel safer if they saw something and they wanted to report a crime. They didn't have to fear the deportation aspect of things. However, however... It, uh, during Bloomberg, it got a little tighter, and then it went absolutely crazy in the de Blasio years. Hmm. Okay, so uh, this is now a city council who has decided, you know, I don't know if you saw part two, after the mayor made his broad statement about wanting to bring ICE back in. ICE must come back. Hmm. Uh, ICE has got to be part of, you know, integrate with our police department, so that these bad guys can be deported. Uh, And it's as simple as that. And you have uh, our speaker of the council uh, slamming down her gavel uh, to city and and state yesterday, Mm. stating that under no conditions will she, meaning she and the city council, do not include me and my common sense caucus, which is only nine, to go along with this, it's ludicrous um, that she will. She doesn't care what the mayor says. Absolutely, does not care. Has no regard. 
and uh, as now we got in 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 that aspect also by saying you have no regard for what the mayor wants to do to try to keep the people here safe now this is as proactive as he's ever gotten yeah uh, concerning the migrants okay yeah. the illegal yeah. immigrants yeah and they are in la la land that shows us Joe that my city council and if you're in the sound of my voice there is going to be a fight on your hands because this has got to go public. People have got to know that the city council, they could override this, this mayor on just about everything that he wants to do. Wow. So for her to say that the city council isn't going to go along with this communication with ICE and, you know, doing away with partials, uh, you know, part and parcel of uh, the sanctuary city status is ludicrous. It tells us they're putting their politics ahead of the safety and the people of this city in New York. We've yeah. had it. This is it. You cannot do this. And I don't know who the heck, you know, they think they are, but uh, the mayor's got to fight on his hands again. I say bring on the lawsuits. Let them do whatever they want. Mayor Adams, push forward. Do whatever you need to do to keep the people of this city safe and know that you have the backing. Uh, probably everybody except the 41 people in the council, we're 51, I left out the nine, okay, uh, that you have our support, and you will have the support of the citizens of the city of New York. We want New York back. We want Manhattan Island back. We want our boroughs back. We want to feel safe again, and these people need to be deported. Do what you need to do. This is, Vicky, you are on fire. We appreciate it. And well said. We appreciate it. Uh, but you're you're right on the money. I, I can't understand why some of these people are doing what they're doing and handcuffing the NYPD. So when they catch a guy like this Venezuelan uh, a criminal who allegedly, uh, you know, they, he, he, he killed this girl, this poor girl down in Athens, That's Georgia, uh, and that That's went right. through and went through New York because the cops the cops That's are handcuffed. Right. Uh, That's exactly what I was just going to tell you. He was. He was charged with crimes here in the city, and he took off. He went to Maryland, did what he did, and, and this poor Larkin Riley, I am using her uh, for the better good so yeah. that she's the poster child now. She, she's nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we are seeing uh, what happened, and I was watching the news last evening, and we saw uh, the mayor of Athens, Georgia, getting yeah. beat up really oh. badly i mean oh. by the people as he the should the worst the worst kelly the gertz worst. the guy okay. the guy was so he was so off base he was so rude and they heckled him and they shut him down vicky keep the fight uh, councilwoman we love having yeah, you on the show just again you know we're now we're in the thick of it so this is a good thing good. uh everything that's happening now as horrible as it is for the mayor to poke his head up like this yeah and say he wants to start to cooperate with ice Yes. And that we need the safety of our people back. Hallelujah, yep. hallelujah. Let's see how far he actually goes, okay? Let's- Vicky Palladino, go get it, Vicky. Andiamo, andiamo. Well done. Andiamo. Well done. Okay. <laughs>
Here we go. Thank you. Take care. Councilwoman Vicki Palladino. That is New York. You listen around the country. That is the epitome of all the greatness in New York. And, and one gal right there, Vicki Palladino. And thank goodness she's there. It's 851. Greg Jarrett's going to join us next hour. General Jack Keene. Uh, Debbie is on the roads uh, checking out traffic on AM 970. That's how great is Vicki Palladino. Huh? Is that great? Fabulous. She, I love her. She's so a fireball. She's yeah. a fireball. Doesn't stop it. She speaks the truth. And it's just yes. for the goodness of this the city of New York. Right there from mm-hmm. Queens, New York. Hey, Love Deb's it. checking out traffic for you. How are we doing this morning, Debbie? Well, let's go out to Queens and see what's happening right now. Looks like you're moving slowly on the LIE westbound, Joe, as you get out through Casino Boulevard and out toward the BQE and in toward the Queens Midtown Tunnel. Pretty heavy traffic. Also, the Ed Koch 59th Street Bridge building at the town. It's busy on the Grand Central Parkway West, getting right into the RFK Bridge. Westbound BQE slowing down by Meeker Morgan. A lot of volume on the eastbound Gowanus up through Fort Hamilton Parkway, out through the Prospect. Watch for delays on the westbound Belt Parkway. That's really busy getting out toward Nap Street and in toward the Verrazano Bridge. So prepare for delays. Inbound GWB 40, Lincoln 30, Holland 30. It's busy on the New Jersey Turnpike southbound as you head over to that western spur, getting down through Kearney and in toward Newark. 280 is still really busy eastbound, getting out toward exit 14 in Newark with an accident just cleared out of the way. And watch for some delays on 208 southbound, heading right into Fairlawn. 287 eastbound, busy right through Elmsford. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. As the whole world keeps watching and praying for Israel, Salem's Mike Gallagher is in the heat of the battle. Broadcasting all this week from Jerusalem. Listen to him every day on this station and watch his show on the Salem News Channel. Find out the real story and learn of the acts of heroism from first-hand accounts. All this week, Mike is sponsored by the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, and you can learn how you can help Israel in this time of need. Mike Gallagher, live from Israel all this week. Tune in at 10 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Are you tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you've lost hundreds or thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks hoping to get lucky is a loser's game. Buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have shown they can stand the test of time. MarketBeat has prepared a free report titled 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, and we would like to text it to you for free. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but these companies print billions of dollars of cash each year in profit. If you would like to receive our free report of 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, simply text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll text you this report instantly. Text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. Standard message and data rates may apply. Please consult with your investment or tax professional. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next edition of Reaching Out, Greg welcomes New York City Councilman Yusuf Salam as they find solutions to systemic issues New Yorkers face each day, as well as preventing wrongful convictions. It's Reaching Out with Greg Floyd, Saturday at 2.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. All right, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Okay, we got weather coming up in a second, but I love telling you about Relief Factor because I love you, and I want you to be out of pain. And you got joint pain, you got uh, elbow pain, what do you got, back pain, you got knee pain, all of the above. Will you please try the three-week quick start from Relief Factor that I keep telling you about over a million people? 
One million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit. Nearly 70% go on to order more. Relief Factor isn't simply about feeling better. It's about living better, you know. And you see how Relief Factor can help you with your uh, three-week three week Quick Start Kit. And I'm telling you, in five days it worked for me. Two days for some people. Seven days for others. We're saying give yourself three weeks. Here, here comes spring. Tomorrow's March already. All right? You, I know. You want to get out there. You want to you want to get out and about the, around the property for nineteen ninety five to get you out of pain with a feel better or your money back guarantee from Relief Factor one hundred percent drug free. You got to try it. You could call and talk to a human. How about that? One eight hundred four relief. Yes, you can eight hundred the number four and the word relief relieffactor dot com. Once you go to this newly designed, it's a great website. There's other products there too that I promise you you're gonna love. Just check them out. All right. In the meantime, look at the three week quick start for only nineteen ninety five with a money back guarantee. Relieffactor dot com. The Charlie Kirk Show coming up at noon on AM nine seventy. The answer. Oh, this is Nat King Cole. Is that right? Listen to this. Listen for a second before we go to weather. Unforgettable. Man, what a voice. Come on. That's what you are. Well done, Alex Garrett. Unforgettable. Yeah, Jeff Nordina. This this is Nat King Cole, one of the yep. great velvet voices, one of the great musicians of all time. Died way too young and uh, had a variety show, and uh, it was just great. So thank you. We get a little lesson in music from Alex Garrett, but let's get to the weather because it's getting cold. I, I stepped outside for a second. I went, whoa, hello. How long will this cold hold? Do you think, Jeff Nordina? Well, it's going to be around for at least, uh, let's say, 24 to 48 hours. So we got uh, sunshine today. We'll get near 40. But because of the wind that we're going to have, it's going to mainly feel like it's in the 20s. Then later tonight, we dip down to about 30 with a clear sky. Sun and clouds tomorrow, 47. And then after that, we're going to warm up. So we got 52 with a cloudy start Saturday. Rain in the afternoon and then just a touch of rain Sunday, getting back to near 60. All right, well done, Jeff. Uh, you pick up some Nat Cole records, all right? Oh, Nat yeah. King oh, Cole. There you go. L- all right. L O V E. Yeah, that's it, baby. That's that, that's right. That's exactly right. Uh, coming up uh, to nine o'clock, and um, hey, hey, Joe Sabilia, if you would, yes. we check out. Get, did you reach out to Catherine Herridge from CBS News who got fired? Is she allowed to yeah, talk uh, on the radio? I'm looking into that for you. I'll, I'll go to I'll go in person to talk with Catherine Herridge. Also, uh, Steve Garvey, the Los Angeles Dodger legend, running f- uh, for Senate against who? Adam Schiff and a bunch of a litany of other people that shouldn't be running. And we want we want Steve Garvey to win the Senate in California, and he's a dear friend. But best if it goes through you that we bring mr garvey to the airwaves i think yeah that would be fabulous he's a he is a gentleman extraordinaire one of the decent most decent gentlemen you'll ever meet in your life steve garvey and he we should be we would be blessed as a nation of steve garvey in the united states senate greg jarrett's going to join us oh you can't say enough about hunter biden standby and general jack keen with piscopo on the radio coming news opinion passion this is am 970 the answer we're at 32 degrees in Central Park. What's going on? We have the answer. Advocate groups for migrants are pushing back after Mayor Adams seemed to endorse changing New York City's sanctuary laws. Adams said the change would make it easier to deport migrants suspected of committing crimes. 
After a wet but mild Wednesday, the tri-state area temperatures have dropped significantly. Forecasters say folks need to bundle up with wind chills, making it feel like it's in the 20s and 30s. There's a slight uptick in temperatures by tomorrow Friday, with the mercury climbing to 50 degrees. Richard Lewis has passed away. He was 76. The iconic actor and stand-up comic died at his home in Los Angeles after suffering a heart attack. He revealed they had been living with Parkinson's disease last year. Lewis first got his start in the New York-L.A. comedy scene back in the 1970s. Sports action, Rangers beat Columbus. You now know what's going on. I'm Bill Kagan, AM 970. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.